what's up you guys of course welcome back to walking in destiny have an interesting topic today it's not controversial it's not taboo but it's something that i find that i found to be really necessary in the body of christ especially in the times that we're living in and that topic is fasting mainly fasting but i also added consecration as well so just to kind of kick off as to why i'm even talking about it you know i was pondering before this i was like lord you know i'm, I'm supposed to talk i'm supposed to speak i don't know what to, <laughs> what to say and he said what are you going through right now and i was like what am i going through and actually right now i am on a fast slash consecration and and i'm on this journey and in this process that i'm going to kind of describe to you guys as i focus on the benefits of fasting the benefits of consecrating and just focus on you know what i'm going through now how it relates to the whole topic in general but i'm just going to kind of give you guys i know people know what fasting is i know i'm still going to read just a quick little definition about it <laughs> so to fast means really to abstain from all or some kinds of food or drink especially as a religious observance and i feel like you know a lot of people know about fasting especially if especially in like the muslim community not muslim community but in that religion there's like a lot of fasting there there's just fasting is like pretty a universal thing even people who are in the world who are not saved whose lives haven't been you know redeemed by god they even fast they call it intermittent fasting where they fast to like lose weight etc and um for consecrating so consecration is the action of making or declaring something typically a church sacred so i mean consecration it has a lot of definitions honestly i mean we we look in the the old testament like um for example leviticus and do well really leviticus where god is you know ordaining the priest and the tabernacle and all of these things and it talks about he consecrated the the outer courts and the inner courts you know so consecration is really a form of purification and staying pure so i'm gonna kind of dive into both topics just to, for everyone to kind of get an understanding so with fasting typically that's seen as not eating um you know a lot of people fast liquid so they can only drink liquids like 100 percent juice or you know smoothies that's like the typical liquid fast um and then there's also like water fast where you can only drink water or there's dry fast where you just you don't do nothing you just don't eat don't drink and those are those those really hard <laughs> um but that's really fasting and of course this is just the basis of what it is not you know the benefits of it so i'm just i'm just really kind of just laying down some groundwork consecrating is di really different from a fast it's in ways it is similar i'll say but really on a consecration you know what i've learned throughout my time in the ministry that i was in prior to death prior to launching out to my own is that consecrating is you know typically you're eating certain foods so on the consecrations that i've been on you know it's been only only vegetables 
or fruits and vegetables things like that and so like only for example only fruits and vegetables for like two weeks or one month or consecrating where you don't eat from 5 to 5 p.m and then after 5 p.m you're able to eat and the thing with consecrations is that god really kind of dictates a lot of the specifics you know when you go on a 30-day liquid fast like that's just a 30-day liquid fast when it comes to consecrating god you know he he kind of tells you a little bit more to what to add like hey you know no social media for two weeks that you're on this consecrate on this consecration like he'll give you these things you know like i'll kind of give you guys an example of what i'm doing now so when i was in my prayer closet god told me to go on a 10-day fast and he said the first five days you do just liquids only and then the last five days you're able to eat after 5 p.m so there's a lot of fives going on i gotta look up what that means but he said you're able to eat after 5 p.m and the food that i'm able to eat there's different regulations like i can't eat any sweets you know i can't have ice cream and cookies and all of that cakes and candies and i can't have red meat so when it comes to consecration god is really specific um it may be three months it may be one week it may be uh three weeks it it just depends on that so i'm hoping that i'm kind of doing a decent job of dictating the difference between fasting and consecrating now one thing i will say about fasting a lot of people kind of like you know they of course it means to abstain from certain kinds of foods but people always talk about you know they went on a social media fast they went to um yeah really they mainly say social media fast or like tv fast or they fasted from sugar they fasted from this or that so fasting does have a lot of you know i would say subsections but the one i'm speaking on today is the main you know the main thing about fasting which is fasting from food so okay we're six minutes in y'all hope that wasn't like too much of a drawn out process so fasting is just you're you're abstaining from food consecration is way different um well not way different it's similar but it's just it's it's so much more of a uh purification process but okay i'm gonna dive right into the benefits of fasting of consecrating of both of them together these benefits are they're they're synonymous synonymous with one another so i just put them all together the benefits of fasting and consecrating so the first benefit i wanted to really talk about is that when i started fasting you know when i was really young in the faith you know i got saved um august 11 2019 i really started fasting once i moved back home out of my freshman year of college so that would be march in 2020 so i got saved august september october november december january february march so seven months after i got saved was when i kind of started my own fasting (laughs) and that was an interesting process that i'm gonna kind of get into later i started my own fast and i would fast like every week i would like i went i went really hardcore and what i noticed these are the things that i began to notice when i actually started fasting what i really noticed in the very beginning is my growth with 
my relation growth in my relationship with God. I mean, the I began to just love him so much more, you know, because you, when you're in his presence, you're you know, the thing about fasting is that you are really humbling yourself before the Lord. I mean, if you guys ever read the the Old Testament, you read about the kings, you read about the prophets. It always talks about when they're fasting in sackcloth and ashes and they're in like, you know, repenting or anything. It always says that they humbled themselves before the Lord and fasting. It puts you in a very humble position God loves humility. Humility really is required. You know, when you when you get saved, there's, I mean, there, <laughs> we already know that pride leads to destruction. We already know that God puts down the prideful. We, we see what happened with King Nebuchadnezzar in the book of Daniel. So we really have to understand that when it comes to fasting, there's so much humility. It really, it really humbles you. It really does. That's why when you read it, when you read the Bible, you always see that they went before the Lord in fasting and prayer and they had a humble spirit. There was a humble spirit on the people as they cried out to God. So that's what it really allowed me to do. As I humbled myself before God, I was able to really love him so much more and really grow in my relationship with him it wasn't just like i'm not eating food and you know i'm i'm, I'm just it's not like you're just starving yourself it's you're you're literally dying to the flesh and opening yourself up to the the presence the spirit of god but i don't want to get in that too early but <laughs> but the number one benefit for me is that it helped me grow in my walk in my relationship with god especially especially in those early days i think fasting is you know is needed in any walk that you're in but in those early early days for me it helped really solidify helped me really really know my creator i'd say really kind of get that in-depth relationship with him and then the second reason i'll say oh so it was right it was next um <laughs> killing the flesh so we already know the bible talks about denying yourself denying yourself daily um to walk in the spirit so you don't fulfill the lust of the flesh it talks about the fruit of the the spirit and then you know the you know the fruit of of this world i mean galatians 5 so or the works of the flesh i'm sorry fruit of the flesh so when we look at why it's a benefit to kill the flesh is because when you're killing the flesh when you're dying to yourself when you're dying to the this the flesh you are giving more room for the holy spirit you you that's why when i begin to fast when i begin to lay down the plate when i begin to die to the flesh the holy spirit begins to rise up within me i begin to pray i don't want to say pray better but my prayer changed because as i allow my 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 as i die to myself and allow the holy spirit to begin to fill me more and more my prayer changed they became more tactful they became more aligned to the will of god i wasn't just saying words but i was saying what the holy spirit wanted me to say when i began to die to the flesh the Holy Spirit really began to take over. You really begin to to um, know the Holy Spirit in just such a different light when you're fasting, when your flesh is dying, and it's just you and God. 
<laughs> no plate, no food. So that was another another one. I mean, when you fast, you're killing the flesh. As I mentioned earlier, fasting is humility. So you're not just killing the flesh, you're killing pride and so many other things, <laughs> so many other things. But another benefit I wanted to go into is the, we all know the scripture where Jesus said, or well, I'll, I'll kind of kind of dive into the story just a little bit, where the disciples, they were trying to cast out a demon and basically it like wasn't working and Jesus was like you you rebellious generation how long must I stay with you and the he cast out the spirit out of this I believe it was this deep the this uh, demon possessed boy who would toss himself in the fire he just wouldn't you know he just like he was and no one would able to calm be able to calm him down and we all know in that scripture um I, I forgot which exact gospel it is in, I think it's John, but you guys, you, everybody has a Bible. Everybody has Google. Um, but I do know, everyone knows the verse where Jesus said, these kinds only come out by fasting and by prayer. So I'm sure we all know the topic of deliverance. Now, I'm not going to get into, um, you know, <laughs> the deliverance debate. I'm just going to say straight up, I believe in deliverance. I believe in the casting out of spirits. I believe that, of course, not everything is a spirit, but a lot of things are. Um, point blank, that's just my belief. And when it comes to fasting and when it comes to prayer, there are some efforts that you have to make to get free this is why jesus said these kinds only come out by fasting and prayer certain demonic strongholds certain demons certain spirits only come out by fasting and by prayer so when you spend that time in humility before the before the lord you're humbling for example i'll give you guys an example lust you know lust or you know what let me go with anger because i don't want to get into the lust thing let's let's say anger a lot of the times it is a spirit of anger and it's rooted in childhood trauma it's rooted in abandonment rejection whatever it may be if you recognize lord i have an anger issue you fast before god you know of course it doesn't say every spirit you gotta fast for you know it's, it doesn't he doesn't say that he said these kinds only come out by fasting and prayer so there's certain spirits that require more than just prayer it needs fasting attached to it so when he um so, for example, you humble yourself before God, you fast, you pray, you seek him and you go to, for example, a deliverance minister or a deliverance service and you are set free because these kinds come out by fasting and prayer. I'm not only talking about the spirit of anger and that was really just an example. So, you know, don't don't take it. Take this kind of with a grain of salt when I, when I talk about the spirit of anger, because it, it goes beyond just that. <laughs> but when it comes to fasting, it helps with deliverance, hand in hand. It really, really does. Fasting and consecrating, I cannot express that enough. I mean, just recently, I went through a major deliverance in my life back in October, and that was after a consecration. So, guys, it's, it's, it, it really is beneficial, really is serious. You want these struggles, these internal struggles, the in, these internal battles that are, you know, causing you, causing you trouble in your life that are kind of really causing just a lot of damage to not just you, just your family because you, you want to get free, but you don't know how to. 
try to fast and pray against whatever it may be stronghold principality rulers wickedness in high places whatever it may be fast and pray and you're gonna see that breakthrough of course if you if you already prayed if you already was like god help me and you're not you're not seeing any results what i will say about fasting and prayer most times you if you're fasting not if you're fasting and you you are really putting down the flesh you're gonna you're gonna get some results you're gonna be free you know god is gonna honor that and the next thing I wanted to talk about, oh, I was kind of going into it already, was breakthrough. So fasting and prayer does bring a lot of breakthrough. I just mentioned I had that major, major deliverance back in October and it it just set me back on track. You know, there's just so much benefits when it comes to fasting and prayer. But another, a main, another main point is that it does bring a lot of breakthrough and when you fast and pray you just you just see a lot of results um i mean there's many results i'll give you breakthrough examples actually queen esther and you know she went she she didn't eat or drink for well not even her only her it was her her um her uncle mordecai and i think it was like the jews in the city as well and they all fasted her and her maid servant so it was it was a lot of people fasting actually and they fasted for three days no food no drink as you guys know that was you know because she was gonna go in unto king xerxes which you know is um prohibited unless he he calls for you so that was a major breakthrough through for the Jewish people. I mean, we all know about Haman or Haman, depending on how you pronounce it, and what he was trying to—the wickedness that he was trying to do—was basically murder the all the all, all of the Jews and the kingdom of Persia, uh, media media in Persia, and God through Esther, through her fasting, through her prayer, prayer and through her going in unto the king, he he did pardon her with the gold scepter. Um, I won't go into the whole story. I mean, you know, Esther's a couple chapters and guys could go ahead and read it, but we all know the story, really. <laughs> we all know the story of Esther. Um, but that's just a uh just a, a great example of how fasting does bring breakthrough because I feel like a lot of people just kind of disregarded you know they disregard fasting mainly because they don't want to do it it's hard to just say you know what i'm not going to eat for three days you know it's even hard to just uh, you know i'm not going to eat i'm I'm just going to drink for one day even that's hard because when it comes to fasting when it comes to breakthrough you know there's it's (laughs) y'all it's really a humbling experience and if you allow yourself to go through that, the allow yourself to be humble, allow yourself to kill that flesh, be just op- more open to the Holy Spirit. I mean, the breakthrough is just, it's going to have to happen, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but um, that was a, another benefit of fasting, praying, consecrating. And just, just when you deny yourself and you're denying food, a, a major benefit is that when everyone gets into this the mindset that they are fasting, there's just so much more, uh, I guess, what is the correct word to say here? They're so much more aware of how they're spending their time. You know, when you fast and you pray, you're like, I'm not going to, what I usually do is I sit and I watch 
two to five hours of TV. I'm not going to do that. Instead, I'm going to go eat some spiritual food. Since I'm not eating natural food, I'm going to eat some spiritual food, which is the word of God, which is wise counsel, wise teachings from different people, different pastors and preachers, different sermons, you know. And when I talk about the term spiritual food, Paul speaks on it in um in the new testament when he talks about the meat of the word and when he talks about of course the milk you know the milk is for the baby christians as they're learning really foundational doctrine and then there's once you move on from the milk and you you get weaned it's time to eat the real food you know so a great great benefit of fasting is that you get spiritually Fed, you know, so instead of being spiritually malnourished, which is, is a lot in the body of Christ, they, they don't read the Bible every day. They don't pray every day. They don't listen to wise counsel sermons. I mean, guys, there's so much opportunities to be spiritually fed. But when it comes to fasting, you get spiritually fed and what you end up doing, you malnourish the flesh because the flesh been eating, you've been eating for however long it may have been. And when you just put down the flesh, that flesh gets malnourished and then the spirit gets fed. And, you know, you wonder why, wow, people so spiritual, they, they, they doing deliverance, they praying with fire and all of that. There's fasting. Most of the times there's fasting and prayer behind that. You know, there's a lot of humility if you ever want God to exalt you. And one of those ways of being humble is fasting and praying before the Lord. You know, there's so much when it comes to denying yourself and, and of course, picking up your cross as well. You have to, you really do, because you want to not be the same. You know, the Bible says we become a new creation, new creatures. We, when we get saved, who we were does not need to still be who we are in Christ. There has to be a change. Remember how I said that anger, you know, I was talking about the spirit of anger earlier and how, you know, it, it, it could be a spirit. It could be the flesh. For example, if you if you deal with a, 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 a anger issue where a point where you get easily angered when you get on that fast, you're killing the flesh. So you're you're killing that, you know, irritability that you have and you're, you're letting the spirit arise. Why? Because the spirit is slow to anger. You're at peace. And people people say they trash talk you or whatever. You're at peace. You don't rise up in the flesh and start cursing people out. You know, so these are just some major benefits. And one thing I really love about fasting is that it, it really does quiet down the atmosphere. It's so interesting, you know, when you're when you're not fasting, is it, for some reason everything is just so loud. You know, everything has your attention. You're you know, you just kind of really out there and everything is demanding your attention. Everything is just seeking you out. But when you when you fast, it's like it's so different. Things get quiet because you're not allowing those same distractions to have your time. When you fast, you take that time to be in the presence of God. Most times, you know, that's what you should be doing. And even just, I mean, man, it's it's just it's just so great because you're able to you're just able to easily hear the spirit of God. 
my most clearest dreams and uh, clearest words from the Lord have been in a time of fasting. And of course, it's not all the time because honestly, God speaks every single day. <laughs> so it shouldn't be like, oh, I need to get on a fast because I just need to hear a word from the Lord. God God does speak every single day. But it's comes becomes so increasingly clear when you're denying yourself. There's so much that happens when you fast and pray. Maybe I'll be able to do a teaching on it. Maybe that's what's God that's what's God, what God is leading me to. Um, so maybe you guys will see a teaching come next Saturday. But honestly, that's everything that I have on the benefits of fasting and prayer. My own personal kind of experience of even what I'm going through now. Which I guess, yeah, I'll go ahead and share a little bit more about it. So personally, you know, this fast has been extremely humbling for me as someone who has dealt with pride who has been delivered from pride it that's why i was saying earlier when you fast before god it puts you in a place of humility so that's what this fast is doing for me i'm also you know fasting and consecrating so um you know when it comes to that there's there's a reason behind it i guess I could share. I don't really have to, but um, God, for I've just shared. God did say that I am gonna be actually married soon, and through this consecration, through this fast, there's a lot of breakthrough that's gonna happen in that respect, and that's why I'm here now. That's why I'm fasting. Why I'm praying. That's why I'm even talking to you guys about it. He was like, "What are you going through now?" <laughs> and I was like, um, "I guess you know, kind of humbling experience, you know, and." Also, what what does fasting do, do? It does transform you. You come out of a fast, if it's you're fasting the right way, you come out of the fast spiritually charged. Uh, honestly, fasting is like a good reset. It just resets you. You 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 come from being right in the presence of God and you come out just on fire and with a focus on the kingdom um but yeah so that's just like it's a little bit more uh sneak peek into my life is that God is gonna be doing that soon in my life and that's why he has me in a place of consecrating and fasting now um all right, the last the last thing I wanted to kind of share is how to start fasting so if there's anyone here who's never fasted, who's who's never uh, consecrated, etc., don't be intimidated by what I said about, you know, the 60 days of just liquids, the 40 days of just liquids. I mean, I know that get people thinking like, I'm about to die. <laughs> I'm going to die if I do that. Um, <laughs> but I just want to just kind of show you guys where you can start because I never thought, oh, I, I could die, but I, you know, it's intimidating when you're like, oh my gosh, you did 40 days, Lord, I don't think I can make it, God, help me. So let me just kind of give you guys some kind of tips of how I started. So I remember I told you guys I got saved and then, you know, I'm, I moved back home after my freshman year of college and I started doing a lot of fasting. So what I would do, now this is the very beginning. You guys got to think about it. Think about it this way. So say, well, I was actually 18 years old at that time. So think about it. I just been eating for 18 years straight, you know? Of course I fasted before, like of course, but you know, just think think about the flesh. You know, I've been eating for 18 years straight. 
say you're 25 you've been eating for 25 years straight so it's not like you're gonna eat for 25 years straight and then you just like boom i'm just ain't eating nothing for for weeks now it does happen like that it depends on the fire you have <laughs> it could happen because i know if you guys know who isaiah saldivar is he's on youtube and that's he's also a good source as i talked about wise counsel he talked about when he first got saved at 19 i believe i think he was 19 he didn't eat he didn't eat uh, or drink for like two weeks so it does happen you know he was that's that's you know he was really radically saved now for me I'm be honest, it wasn't like that. <laughs> I had to I had to start. So what I started doing was like fasting for like half the day. So I would like fast till 3 p.m. and you know I could eat after three o'clock. And I would do this, you know, when okay, I did kind of go extreme with it. Like I was doing it like <laughs> I was like, okay, Monday through Wednesday, I'm gonna fast until 3 p.m. And then on Thursday and Friday, I'm gonna do two full days of fasting. Or I would do Monday through Thursday, fasting till 3 p.m. and then a full day of fasting on Friday. Now, you know, I was kinda so I was pretty much fasting every day except on the weekends. And I did that for, I mean, I did that. I moved back to school and I mean, moved back home in March, like late March. So, and I started doing that in April. And I remember I was still doing it on my birthday in May. So I had to do it for about two, two and a half to, to three months of, <laughs> of um, eating um, after three. And it was that was what I could do at that time. And I just created it for myself because, you know, I didn't want to, I, I felt like before I was really struggling with gluttony. So if you guys, you know, have anything with gluttony, fasting will definitely kill that. Once again, a lot of the times things, things can be solved with fasting. It's not every time, but you know, most times. So I would just fast for half the day. So what you guys can do if you never fasted ever, um, just try try it out for one day. I'm not saying do the whole week like I was doing, but just try it out for one day and just fast. It's like, okay, Lord, I'm going to fast until 3 p.m. Or if you work a job and you got to drive out and you know, you can just fast for breakfast. And during the time where you would typically be going out to buy breakfast or eating breakfast, you can use that time to read your word. You can use that time to maybe watch a sermon or, you know, get some spiritual food in you, as I mentioned. Um, and you could just fast till like your lunchtime at work and maybe 12 and maybe one, or you can fast through, through, half the day um and then just only eat dinner for the day so start small you guys in i mean unless god does lead you to you know go beyond go ahead go beyond i mean you you let of the spirit of god do do that um this is just what i did you know i kind of started there <laughs> and then you know i became more i don't want to say comfortable but you know that's when after that i was okay you know fasting doing going on three-day liquids fast and five days and you know when i was in the ministry we, we went on a 10-day fast and we were doing consecrations so allow yourself don't you know don't don't um push yourself too hard into into something god is not calling you to do <laughs> you know when it comes to a fast don't 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 throw yourself on a 40 day fast, you know, and 
it don't it doesn't not yield any results i don't want to say that but it's not it's not killing the flesh that is coming from it you're not spending time with god so be i want to say be very discerning on the moments when you should be fasting start start somewhere start small especially if you haven't fasted in a while start with just half a day or one day you know try to get back into that what i recommend is to try to fast at least one day a week or one day every other week, something of the sort. Um, just whatever that means to you, I'll say, you know, that may be one day a week, that may be half a day, a couple hours, whatever it may be. Try to fast, you know, one day a week. It really does help to, I don't know, it just, it just keeps you just spiritually minded. It keeps you spiritually minded, spiritually aware because you know a lot of the time when we're not spiritually minded when we're not spiritually excuse me when we're not spiritually aware it it really guys it really weighs down on us i mean there was a moment even earlier this year where i was i didn't really fast that much i maybe did like a day in three months time or two months time maybe a maybe like I think it was maybe it was more than one day, but I'm probably under exaggerating. Um, but it probably was like one to three days, maybe of when of a this two month kind of time period. And like, oh my goodness, I was so fleshly, so carnal. And I know for me that I'm 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 definitely gonna continue to fast. But each person is different. So don't guys, we all are on our different walks in in christ you know don't be intimidated by someone when they're saying they fasted 40 days and you're like man they fasted 40 days i only did one don't 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 compare yourself don't get into that comparison thing because it's it's not going to lead you anywhere it's just gonna you know make you feel bad about your your walk with christ so don't try to compare it with anyone else just just be led on what god needs you to do you know because Gonna, there's going to come a point in a time where, you know, that prayer, all the prayer that you're praying is, you know, to, to back that up with some fasting, you know. But um, honestly, that's all I got, you know, uh, 35 minutes in about. And I think that I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. There is so many more, so many more, so much more <laughs> about fasting that is just so beneficial it's so beneficial there's so much more things that i could get into that i could speak on i kind of want to leave it at that i feel like it's kind of we're already kind of getting along (laughs) very lengthy today but fasting is great fasting is amazing and you will notice the change in who you are spiritually You'll notice that change when you fast, when you pray, when you humble yourself before the Lord. There, there, there's just so much that comes from it. But other than that, 
you know, <laughs> that is all I have. If you guys ever have any questions, my email is open. It's destiny underscore daughters at yahoo.com. I'm open to answer any questions if you guys have any. So just go ahead, send them in. I believe that information is available. My email, um, it should be. I don't know. This, this podcast is kind of on a lot of different platforms. So wherever you guys see this hopefully the email if not is destiny underscore daughters at yahoo.com of course that's my ministry email and you guys can send me any questions anything that you may have when it comes to fasting and consecrating because i understand how you know how it may be when you're beginning when you're a beginner especially if you didn't grow up in christianity or (laughs) grow up in christianity if you didn't grow up christian is what i mean (laughs) or grow up in a christian household like for me i got i was born and raised in a christian household in a christian home and um you know when my mom was a single mom before she got married i knew her to be someone who was fasting who was consecrating who was you know fasting and praying so that's something i already knew but if especially if you're someone who who is kind of the first christian in your family or you know you you just were not raised in that atmosphere yes go ahead send me an email my email is open you know i want to give any information that i can help in any way that i can but all right y'all i'm I'm drawing out that's my long clothes that's my that was my preacher clothes that was like a a four minute clothes but (laughs) um no thank you guys for tuning in i really pray that this blessed somebody especially if you were thinking about fasting if you're thinking about praying i hope that this was a blessing to you and just some encouragement to go ahead try it out try it try to fast you'll see the difference but you guys be blessed be blessed be blessed once again i'm always going to say this at the end of my podcast stay strapped out there the enemy is lurking um in second peter the enemy is roaming and he is out to kill still and destroy john 10 verse 10 we have to stay strapped with the full armor of god ephesians 6 so i make sure that you guys are praying upon yourselves the full armor of god stay persistent in prayer and once again be the light pray for the lost pray for your friends pray for your family especially if they're not saved pray that the conviction of the holy spirit was set in and pray that they would give their lives to jesus guys we are in the end times we are in the last days and so just be be aware of that and man i wanted to stop talking but you know holy spirit is not closing my mouth i'll say one last thing be aware that we are in the end times be aware that this is the last days you know when i was like i said when i spent those two months where i only fasted maybe three days which is not horrible but you know i was i was spending so much time on social media and once i finally fasted and consecrated i was like oh my goodness we're in the last days we're in the end times i can't afford to waste my time so guys just 
just be aware of the times that we're in. Be aware of what we see. Be aware of what you're seeing and seeing it as the enemy is increasing his terrain on the earth. So we have to increase. So as darkness increases, the light is going to abound. It's going to increase even more. So we have to stay in the place of prayer. Prayer for everyone we know, <laughs> those we don't know, especially in prayer for our brothers and sisters in Christ. So other than that, you guys be encouraged. You guys be blessed. I love you. Thank you so much, so much for tuning in. Once again, that was a preacher close for real, for real. But you guys be blessed. Email me, reach out if you guys have any questions. I love you and see you guys next time.